Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I couldn't judge her interest. Well, I've got an email here from a guy, and on the article of my website, I'm going to include an email that he sent me about a month or so ago. It was another email coaching email. And one of the things that he tends to do is he's okay out of the gate with dating women. But then once he starts to become emotionally invested and really interested in them, he tends to put them on a pedestal, start acting like a pleaser, be too compliant and kind of sit around waiting to be told what to do, waiting to be told how to act like a man, when it's okay to kiss or touch or when they should initiate sex. And of course, it inevitably leads to him being friend zone. And so the the second email, which I'm not going to go through in this video newsletter, but I'm going to have it posted on my website on the article that goes along with this video so you can actually read it yourself and kind of see his progression. Is like what he was doing was basically waiting around on her to tell him what to do, to be a man, to go for it. It's like he was giving her the choice. Like even after they broke up, he says, Hey, do you want to have makeups or breakup sex? And she's like, Are you serious? He's like, Well, I'll give you a minute to think about it. Do you think, honestly think James Bond would say something like that? No, it's not going to fucking happen. So he he sends this email that I'm actually going to discuss in today's video is I guess basically what happened was he hasn't talked to her in a while and then he's instead of waiting to hear from her and then making a date, he hasn't heard from her. And so he broke down, became weak, reached out and he actually got together with her and now he's pretty much confused as hell because he's like, is she into me? Is she not into me? What does all this mean? So I'm going to go through his email and decipher it as soon as I read this quote that I wrote for you. And the quote says, When we don't think we're good enough to get what we really want in life or to have potential lovers choose to love us of their own free will, we usually will try to force things. Human beings have an innate need and desire to feel free, to be who we really are, be accepted for who we really are, and to come and go as we please. People who love, value themselves, and who have a high self-esteem will stand up for themselves and not tolerate anyone in their lives who makes them feel like they're lo- they are losing their freedom. People who, are ero- have, people who have erroneously labeled themselves to not be worthy or good enough will consciously and unconsciously act consistent with who they view themselves to be even though that view is not accurate. By acting in ways that are consistent with self-love, high value, high self-esteem, and being willing, unwilling to compromise that perception of yourself, over time, even if you don't believe it at first, you'll eventually be able to attract people and life circumstances that support, match, mirror, and validate that perception. Sometimes in life, you might have to fake it until you make it. It's called having faith in yourself. Faith is believing in what you do not yet see and the reward for this faith is to eventually see what you believed. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, Corey, I have an update to my situation. I have an update for a previous email you did for me and I could not gauge her attraction level. I walked away as you suggested. It's been four weeks and I've hooked up with two girls and I have a couple chasing me. Two nights ago, I caved in and called her. That's like hitting the reset button. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. 
she broke up with you, offered you friendship, and you said, mm, I'm not interested in that. But give me a call if you change your mind. And then a month goes by and then you reach out to her. She obviously doesn't care anymore. Maybe she's dating and fucking somebody else. It does not communicate that you value yourself and perceive yourself as being a really great catch. Like you're not the most precious thing in the world. You got to see yourself as being awesome and amazing and a great gift to the right person. And until you find that right person or somebody that can immediately see your value, you got to keep circulating. You got to keep moving because it's a total sign of disrespect to yourself to pursue somebody who blows you off like you're fucking nothing. He says, I always call her. The first time I asked her out, she was impressed that I called rather than using text. No, so all of his justification, like, hey, well, I always have to call her. You got dumped because you overpursued and you acted like a beta male. And you're continuing to act that way. Nothing's really changed in your behavior. So why would she feel attraction for you again? My reason for calling was she said that if I wanted to call her, I could when we broke up. After I said I didn't want to be friends. Regardless, I fucked up and shouldn't have. And he like wrote a whole paragraph like justifying why he did what he did even though he knew it was wrong. He says, I asked what she was doing and she said she was cooking dinner. I, and I said, oh, I was going to ask if you wanted to come over for dinner. She went quiet and I said, you can have that for lunch. In a sales negotiation, you may have heard me say this before, you make an offer to somebody, ye who speaks first loses. So when you say, hey, would you like to get together or when are you free to get together and there's a pause, if you're not comfortable with yourself, you're like, well, I can do lunch, I can do dinner, I can do tonight, I can do tomorrow, my schedule's wide open. Somebody who doesn't value themselves and is not used to having people enthusiastically accept their invitations is going to act that way. And that's what's happening here. There's a pause and I discuss this in my book. This is why I say read it 10 to 15 times so you can learn to be a great negotiator when it comes to these things. But at the end of the day, he's reaching out to her. He's pursuing her. He shows no confidence at all. And he says, oh, I was going to ask if you wanted to come over to dinner. And then she went quiet. You should have just said nothing. But instead, you didn't wait and therefore you lost the negotiation. And he says in a playful manner, he said, come over. She said, sure. So she came over and as she walked in, I went for a kiss in the lips. She said, what are you doing? And lightly pushed me away. Ooh, wow. Ouch. Well, it's good that you went for the kiss, but you're pursuing a girl who blew you off. So what do you expect? She said, all I can offer you is friendship. And you said, I'm not interested in that. And then you call her a month later. That's like you being in a sales negotiation when you said, uh, I'll give you $500,000. And the guy says, nah, I can't. I'm sorry. That doesn't work for me. You say nothing. You just sit there. He who speaks first loses, right? Well, what most people do, they're shitty negotiators. And I used to do this all the time when I was in real estate, negotiate with people and I would put out an offer and there'd be a pause. I remember times where I'd sit there for a minute on the phone. You imagine? There's nothing going on. Nobody's saying anything. 
And then the other person would eventually speak and, and you know, I, I got you. I'm going to get my price. I'm going to get what I fucking want. But instead, he doesn't do that. So she says, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm kissing you. And she says, well, don't do that. But like I said, at the end of the day, she offered him friendship. He says, no, I'm not interested in that. But give me a call if you change your mind. You got to be congruent with that statement and by you calling her and then inviting her over to dinner and then not pausing when you mention the fact that you want to invite her over for dinner, weak, weak, weak negotiation. And that's why because you're a piss poor negotiator that you're not getting what you want when she comes in because in her mind, you told her you weren't interested in being friends. A month went by and then you reached out and invited her over and she's thinking, oh, okay, he's ready to be friends now. Then you go to kiss her and she's like, what are you doing? I smiled and I went in again and got the cheek. I didn't apologize for wanting her as I was getting dinner ready and I was having some trouble with the fish sticking on the foil. What I would have said is like, hey, you know, I adore you. I want you. I'm not interested in being your friend. I told you that a month ago. And she's, well, I can't do that. I'm dating somebody else. I would say, well, you know, it's probably best that you leave then. That's what I would have done. But obviously you've already dug yourself a huge hole here and it just keeps keeps getting worse as the evening is going on. She started to come over to help out and then stopped herself. Not sure why. Well, maybe she's smart enough to know that us guys tend to be egomaniacs and we take it personally. Think of it, It's the whole reason why we never stop and ask for directions. We want to feel like we're successful at getting from point A to point B. And when a woman's like, why don't you just ask for directions? That's basically saying, why don't you admit that you're a fucking failure? So maybe she knows that. Or maybe she didn't want to get close to you because she's thinking, oh, he's going to probably try to kiss me or grab my pussy or something. I was leaning in a little and decided to to lean back. She turned towards me even more and leaned in a little. He says her legs, when we were sitting next to each other, her legs were crossed towards me and leaning in at times, but her arms were folded. So another thing I talk about in the book, central fundamentals, you sit back in your chair when you're on a date, whether you're on a sales negotiating, whether you're at work, you have your legs spread out, you take up too much space, you're comfortable, you're confident. People that are in a weak position or that aren't sure of themselves, you're going to see them leaning forward. That's weak body language. That's weak physiology. I talk about this in the book. Read the damn fucking book 10 to 15 times, dude. So he says, being the stupid fuck that I am, well, that's a nice thing to say about yourself. I lean back towards her. Come on, man. It's like one beta male mistake after another. And you're confused by her behavior? I leaned back towards her even though I really wanted to stay leaning away. Yeah. And she slowly moved back to her original position. Isn't that interesting? You act alpha, you lean back, she leans in a submissive posture. You go into a beta male posture and she goes back into leaning back in her chair and you push her away and you shut her down to you because now you're not acting strong. You're not acting like a man. You're acting like a wussy. People think these are subtle things, but I mean, you can tell right there her body language. Look how it changed. He went from acting alpha, she responded submissively. He goes into beta posture, 
she goes in alpha posture. A woman's not going to let you seduce her when you're acting like a fucking beta male. Unless she's just really horny and desperate and wants to get laid. We had dinner and spoke like normal, like we hadn't broken up. During the conversation, we were having a laugh and she made a subtle joke that I had stopped trying. He says, I didn't say anything and change the subject. I stopped trying. Well, you know what? Why don't you sit over here? Come over here and sit in my lap and kiss me and we'll see what pops up. I'll show you trying. But he didn't do anything with that. He says, I'm still unsure she, I'm still sure she ended it because I was subtly needy. I would definitely agree with that. At least you're, start, you're realizing why you were fucking up and not getting anywhere. She really doesn't talk much. So I asked her what she meant by she still wants me in her life. When a woman says, I st- oh, you're so important to me. And you see this all the time with celebrities and they get divorced. Oh, we'll, we'll always be in each other's lives. Yeah, right. Never fucking happens. Until I find somebody new. That's what it really means. The reason she wants you in her life is I just want you in my life as a backup plan. Worst case scenario, if I don't have anybody else, I can always call you. That's why. She said, I don't know how. I suggested, why don't we just hang out without any pressure, no relationship status, but not just as friends because I can't see you without being physical. She made a joke saying, like our relationship status is complicated. Yeah, exactly, but we're very passionate lovers and kissers. Another reason why you should come over here and kiss me right now to make up for that bullshit when you walked in my house earlier and gave me the fucking cheek and asked me what I was doing. Soon after that, she said she was going as she was tired and wanted to think about what I said. When a woman says, I need to think about it, it means, survey says, it means no. She got up to leave and I held her hand. Oh, please don't leave me. And I held her hand while I was still sitting down. I said to her, come over here and I'll give you something to help you when you're thinking about what I said. She leaned in and I kissed her on the lips. It was just a short kiss, but I thought, better than the cheek again. That's like a little boy saying, Mommy, please kiss me goodbye. As she was putting her shoes on, she said, You know me. If we start, I won't be able to control myself. That's okay. I like it when you lose control. That's what I was saying. He said, I said it's fine when we have plenty of time. Dude, you are like total beta male here. I walked her to the door and didn't try to go for the kiss again. All I said was call me. Obviously, now I haven't contacted her and it's been three days. I know that all I can do is wait for her to contact me until you bitch out and call her again. She must do 100% of the initiating as she changed the terms of our agreement. My question is what is her attraction level? I would say it's below a five. Why? It's like there's no evidence of you called her, you reached out to her, you asked her to come over, you grabbed her hand, you tried to kiss her several times, she gave you the cheek initially and at the end you got a little bit of a kiss. Dude, don't ever fucking call her again. You said you weren't interested in being friends but to call me if you change your mind and then a few weeks go by and then you start pursuing her. How, how can you possibly expect her to trust your masculine core when you're not even congruent with your words? You say one thing, but then you 
you do another. You're never going to get anywhere by exhibiting this kind of behavior, dude. Wait to hear from her next time. You, if you ever hear from her again, because I would say there's a really good chance that you know she's probably moved on. Maybe she's dating somebody else, and you're not going to hear from her anymore. But if on the off chance, if she does reach out, you should follow what I teach in the article and video, Seven Principles to Get an Ex Back. It's also listed on my YouTube channel as one of the essential fundamentals videos. Or you can Google Corey Wayne, Seven Principles to Get an Ex Back and follow that. Therefore, if she reaches out to you, assume she wants to see you and invite her over for dinner. And if I were you in this particular case, I would say, look, you got to understand my interest in you is romantic. It's not platonic. And so I want you to know that if you're coming over, you're in, it's because your interest is romantic. Is that why you're contacting me? And she says, no, well, I'm not sure. I was like, well, if you're not sure, then I would rather just pass and have you call me at some point in the future when you're absolutely certain, 100%, that you can't keep your hands off me because I don't want to hang out and have a repeat of what we did last time. It's just in this particular case because of all the fuck-ups he's done that, that that's what I would say. I would reiterate that to her. But dude, it's, I'd say put a fork in this one. It's pretty much done because you've acted beta male so much with her that at this point, there's really not a lot you can do. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen. And just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 